Hello everyone, I'm Pat Vick and this is WordWorks. God's Word is infallible and relevant to our lives today. Every situation, circumstance, or problem that we face is addressed in the Word of God, either by commandment, example, or in principle. If you desire the mind of Christ in your life today, you're at the right place, and you can be assured the Word works. Hello everyone, I'm Pat Vick and this is WordWorks. Today I want to talk with you for a few minutes about the Bible. No surprise there. Not specifically though a Bible story or a specific lesson, I want to talk with you about actually what the Bible is because so many people think of it as just an old outdated book and so many people struggle to read, comprehend, understand, or apply the Bible to their lives. And that stresses me so bad, that grieves my spirit, because the Bible is God's Word, and it is alive. You could read the Bible every day for the rest of your life and never glean everything out of it. It is ever revealing. I'm a firm believer, and I know this may sound far-fetched, but I believe that you could take one scripture, just one, and you could read that one scripture every day for the rest of your life. And if you did that in prayer, asking the Lord to reveal to you more about His Word, there would be something new every single time that you read that scripture. Because the Word of God is deep. It's not just surface level understanding like all the other books in the libraries across the world, but it is ever revealing and it's like peeling layers upon layers upon layers and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. So with that being said, let's just let's just talk about what the Bible is. What does it contain? And this um, this podcast, this episode is completely unscripted. So I hope that you will bear with me if I sound like I'm uh, searching for information. But the Bible is divided into two sections, two main sections, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament and the New Testament for that matter, the word testament means covenant. So the Old Testament was a covenant that God made with mankind. The New Testament is just that. It is the new covenant that God made with mankind. Um, And so in the Old Testament books, there were approximately 32 writers And they wrote covering a period of about 3,600 years of man's history, okay? These are very important. Some people think they can't read the Old Testament. They can't understand it. Well, my goodness, 
that's where we came from. Let's just let's just take a little bit closer look. First, we have the books of the law, okay? Or the Pentateuch is another word that we can use. That's the original Hebrew word, the Pentateuch. These are the books of the law. This is our beginnings. It contains the book of Genesis. Genesis contains the creation of everything, the very beginning of human existence and everything that God created. Um, Exodus has um, the story of the children of Israel being in Egyptian captivity for 400 years and how the Lord sent a deliverer, Moses, to deliver them out of Egyptian bondage and how he took them. They wandered in the wilderness for 40 years and he kept them safe and the um, he gave Moses the plans for the tabernacle, which was the traveling church. Um, then there's the book of Leviticus. Leviticus is a book of ceremonial laws um, that God gave through Moses to the children of Israel. There's the book of Numbers and Deuteronomy. These five books are the books of the law or the Pentateuch. Next, we have the books of history. That's exactly what they are. They are books that tell us the history of the nation of Israel. Why is that important? Because the nation of Israel is God's chosen holy people. Jesus himself was a Jewish person. We, the the Christians, are spiritual Jews. We need to know our history. So these 12 books are Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther. Um, These books contain beautiful, beautiful stories and powerful stories. And they contain stories of all of the kings, um, the kings of Israel. And some of them were very good kings and some of them were very bad kings. Uh, They contain the stories of a lot of, of some prophets like Samuel. Samuel was a beloved prophet. Before the prophets, there were judges. Um, so these books talk about the period, time period of the judges. Um, there were five books of poetry, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Solomon. These books are beautiful, beautiful and powerful, and they give us wisdom. Job, the the book of Job, which has the story of this man who suffered loss like no other man in history, but he held his integrity and worshiped God. The book of Psalms that was mainly written by David, many of them when he was just a boy keeping his father's sheep and playing the harp and out on the hills of Israel. And the book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and Song of Solomon. Um, Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived, just reading the book of Proverbs teaches us so many and gives us so much, many nuggets of wisdom. We have the uh, five books of the major prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, and Daniel. These prophets 
Uh, and then also 12 books of minor prophets. And Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. These uh, major and minor prophets, it doesn't mean that major ones are more important. It just means that they wrote larger books. God sent prophets all through history to tell his chosen people, you better straighten up. You need to repent. You need to turn back to me or judgment is coming. And in the time period that we're living in, you know, we don't like to think about judgment, the judgment of God. All we want to talk about is the love and the mercy of God. And he is that, of course, but he is also, he is also a just God and, and he demands justice. And so um, in the time period that we're living in, in the New Testament, we, we're living in the dispensation of grace, but that doesn't mean that he's going to turn his eyes away from sin forever. So um, all of the books of the Bible are, were written by many writers, but they only had one actual author. The scripture says that holy men of God were moved on by, they wrote as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost. So the books of the Bible are anointed. They're not like any other book. When we come to the New Testament, um, then it's the New Testament or the New Covenant. That doesn't mean that it did away with the Old Covenant or Old Testament. It means it was fulfilled. Jesus, when Jesus came, he fulfilled the Old Testament or the Old Covenant. Now there's a New Covenant, a New Testament. And um, in him, in Jesus Christ. So the first four books of the New Testament are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are... This is the same story from four different perspectives, um, four different vantage points, and they don't contradict one another. You have, of Jesus's birth, his life, his death, his uh, resurrection, and like I said, they don't contradict one another. You have to have all four of them to get all the details that God wants us to have of Jesus's life. Then we have. The one book of history, which is the Acts of the Apostles. And this is a powerful book. It's exactly what it says. It is the history of the Acts of Jesus' Apostles after he ascended up into heaven. And it is the birth of the church in Acts chapter 2. And I I have heard it said, and I personally believe, that we are still living the book of Acts today. So if you want to know what the church is supposed to look like and act like, then you need to go to the book of Acts, right? Because that is our pattern for the New Testament church. Um, We have 14 epistles of the Apostle Paul, and um, these are, the epistles are letters. That's what they are. They are letters written to different churches in the New Testament, um, encouraging them, uh, giving them instructions, and even chastising them sometimes because as the church, we're expected to live and act a certain way. Um, so the 14 epistles of Paul are Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, Titus, Philemon, and Hebrews. We also have the seven general epistles 
uh, these were written by the men whose names the books carry. For instance, the book of James was written by James, the brother of Jesus, which I just find that so intriguing that Jesus's actual uh, biological brother, of course, through Mary, um, his half-brother, I would say, because the Spirit of God was his father. Um, but the book of James was written by Jesus's brother. How awesome is that? Also, First and Second Peter, First, Second, Third John, and Jude. Then, the last book of the Bible is the book of Revelation. <clears throat> this book is a book of prophecy, and I hope to do, well, I'm sure I'll do multiple lessons on the book of Revelation, but this revelation was given to the Apostle John, um, who also wrote 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. But he was uh, put in a prison camp, prison colony, on the Isle of Patmos for preaching the Word of God. And it was there when he was imprisoned on the island of Patmos that the Spirit of the Lord came to him and gave him, showed him this revelation of the unveiling of Jesus Christ and his presentation to the world. So when and, and when you read the book of Revelation, the one thing that you need to remember is that two things. It's all about the unveiling, the revealing of Jesus Christ to the world, and it is written in imagery. Okay, so don't be afraid to read the book of Revelation because of all those scary beasts. It is written in the language of imagery. So that's it. You have got to read this book. If you are not a reader of the Bible, oh my goodness, you are missing out. You're missing out on so much. It is God's word to his people. No matter how you do it, whether you read a chapter a day, you, there's a thing uh, through the United Pentecostal Church who, who um, my husband has uh, ordination license with that uh, is called the bread chart. Bread, Bible reading enriches any day. And what it is, every year they put out a new one so that it gives you a chart to go through the Bible. Sometimes it's from Genesis to Revelation. Sometimes it's broken up in different ways. But however you read the Bible, you need to do it every day and do it in prayer, asking the Lord to open up your heart and mind to receive his word and be able to understand it. In Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for being with me today, and God bless you as you study God's Word. You have been listening to the Word Works podcast with Pat Vick. Thank you for joining me. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, the word works.